Welcome back. What's up, everyone? It's Kiddush Club News for Jews. We're back after Pesach. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. I'm sad that to see Pesach go. It is my favorite holiday, as you know. And uh, so it's bittersweet for me. Once it's over, everyone loves Pesach. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> no, true. I am on record. I'm a big Pesach fan. I'm a big matzah fan. All the, you know, you know, I love it. I always talk about it. The truth is, we never discussed like the matzah consistencies or inconsistencies. Like I had matzah. I'm not going to say where. And it was like shmur, Just handmade. Say Just say it. Handmade. You feel better about yourself. It was so thick. I was just like, it was like sheetrock. Like yeah. I was like, if we don't eat this, so you can build an extension on the garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I usually are we allowed a name drop? Go for it. I, I I try to stick with Papa. Really? Yeah. A lot of Sotmer fans out there. Yep. Listen, they are thin, crispy, taste delicious. Wow, it sounds like a commercial. <laughs> Papa, matzah, thin, crispy. And delicious. Wait, but before we continue, we do have a shout out. Yes. Uh, we have a birthday shout out for one of our listeners who apparently hosts Kiddush Clubs every week and is a big fan and tells others all about the cast. So we love hearing that. So happy birthday to Ben Schiffman from the Schiffman crew. So he's a super spreader. Yes, basically. Yes, super I don't spreader. know if that's a good term. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. <laughs> it doesn't sound great. <laughs> Listen, we appreciate it. We're uh, we're happy to hear it. Yeah, and, uh, many more. Hundred and twenty. Good health, happiness, success. Amen. What do we got? So, so here's the thing. There's a lot to talk about. You know, we were we were out for like two weeks. When weeks go by where we don't do a cast, it builds, and each story's better than the next. And you, it's like so frustrating. <laughs> like we must get to all right, of them. Right, right, right. You can't pass them you can't by. Pass They're them just too by. good. They're too good. Sometimes. They're too good. So we're gonna get into that in a little bit. But before we do. I just want to talk about, first of all, how was your Pesach, aside from the matzah, how was your Pesach? Like when you ask me in one, just in, in like in a word, I would say good, maybe great. I thought you were going to say constipation. No. Okay, good. No, it was good, maybe even great. Wow. Yeah. Did, did yes. You didn't go anywhere. No, I was home, did everything like I always do, and it was just good. It was just everything worked out, even at the end, you know, when we get the weather, like yeah, first half of yeah. Pesach okay, was so, like right, we're in New very, York. very bad. It was like rainy. It was cloudy, and I'm like thinking to myself, like, sh- like next year in Jerusalem, but if not Cancun, <laughs> but the second half you couldn't ask for nicer weather. Okay, wait. On a scale from one to ten, how happy were you to know that those people in Florida <laughs> were experiencing a a Deluge. lot of Pesach trips did. Yes. And you're, you're, you're shelling out. Why are you smiling? Out. You're smiling. I, it's not. I'm Everyone's sad like, no, I feel so bad for them. <laughs> so happy. I'll admit I'm it. Not, I was happy. I'm not happy. I don't like to rejoice in the downfall of others <laughs> yes, who are paying don't. anywhere from 5000 to to 25000 per head or, yeah, yeah. for a Pesach trip and then it's just rain? Okay. You mm-hmm. weren't a little happy? S- I, no comment. Okay. It's a lie. It's a lie. Right? No comment. <laughs> So yeah, so obviously there was uh, record rain in in Fort in Lauderdale many, in many places, though. many places. But Fort Lauderdale had something that they they I think broke every record. Like they had I think two feet. They said one in a thousand years. Right, right. That's crazy. And then Mexico had rain. Yeah. And then the Caribbean had rain. A lot of spots got washed out. Is it like a sign? 
I was always wondering if it's a oh, sign what happened that? last year. <laughs> sure. like, last year was okay. This year it's not. Like, I don't know. Did you see what happened in Connecticut, by the way? No. The Pesach program in Connecticut, in Stanford, uh, I'll read you the headline from Yeshiva World. More than a dozen vehicles burn at Pesach program. 1,000 guests evacuated from hotel. Huge fire in the car garage. Uh, and a whole bunch of – there was a lot of cars burned. And among them, some of the people, you know, some of them were – Pesach on the guests. Pesach, Pesach yeah. guests. It wasn't a huge number. Like I was like, oh my gosh, a thousand guests had their car. No, there was, I think it was probably like eight or 10 or something like that. You know what? It's going to be a Pesach guest because everybody drives to such a program. Right. No one's flying into like Stanford, Stanford. <laughs> to go to a Pesach trip. The people in Cancun are not coming to Stanford. <laughs> and by the way, we have Rosh Chodesh coming up on Friday. Are you shaving? Honestly, I'm on the fence about it. Why? Because... Like the hardest part is the beginning. Initial stages, yeah. Right. So if you, you pass it, like why would you go want to go back and do it? I may do a, a thorough cleanup though. Yes. I was going to tell you. Do a cleanup and trim it and leave some. Yeah. You know, yeah. use like a one. It's no shave. Definitely yeah. not a shave. Yeah. Are you getting a haircut? No. But so, can you? Right. So I said, of course not. Turns out the Mishnah Brewer says you can. Hmm. Straight Mishnah Brewer, you can you can get a haircut. And now, it's so weird because all of a sudden now I'm encountering people who are like, yeah, I'm getting a haircut on Friday. I'm like, yeah, Kaifer, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, are, meanwhile, you know that there are some people that don't even start the hair growth process until Rosh Chodesh. No, you know I didn't that. know that. Yes. So moving on. As I started to mention, there's a lot going on. And so we're going to cover it and we're going to do it quickly. Okay. I'm and, down. and what we're going to do is, and we're going to do it for you right now on the podcast in a new segment that I like to call Right for Nourish Kite. <laughs> okay. Okay? All right. I'm down. You down? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to read to you a bunch of headlines. You're going to tell me, is it right or is it Nourish Kite? Go. Okay. You could also just say true or false. It might be easier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First headline. A man in China was sentenced to six months in prison for eating 100 of his neighbor's chickens. True or false? I'll have to uh, – on each one I have to yeah. say? Yeah. True or false? I believe that. That's false. Really? The actual title is Man in China jail- Jailed for Scaring Neighbors 1,100 Chickens to Death. Ele- he, wait. Well, <laughs> he had 1,100 chickens and he scared them to, to death? death. One, <laughs> I just want to know how does one right. scare chickens – like to the point of mass death, right? <laughs> mass extin- like extinction. Like, what do you have? Event. What type of chicken dance you got to do? Fox to, News reporting to instill such fear into poultry <laughs> that they that they just quit, that they just give up on life. And by the way, just because people ask, we've gotten this. Like, where do you get these news stories? It's not even news. No, these are news stories. This is coming straight from Fox News. The man identified only by his last name snuck onto his neighbors chicken farm and used a flashlight to frighten the chickens, causing them to kill each other. Oh, so it was not that he scared them to death. It was that he scared them into like a panic and and, and they were go- uh, it, beca- it was it was a brawl. It yeah. was a chicken, <laughs> chicken brawl. <laughs> wow. A flashlight induced chicken brawl. Was that caught on camera? Not as far as I could see. Because 1,100 chickens, you know, you probably want to have them under surveillance. <laughs> okay. For those keeping score, <laughs> you're at zero. zero. Next headline. Kanye, who opened the school, I'm not sure if you know about this. Yes. And it Donda? just closed. Kanye is being sued by two ex-teachers who claim 
that, among other things, they were forced to eat sushi every day, sit on the floor, and they didn't teach the Holocaust. True or false? Well, I believe parts of that story. No, it's 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 all or nothing. True oh. or false? True or false? I would say false. That's true. <laughs> that story's true. It's totally true. Why is he forcing them to sit on the floor? We don't because he's Kanye. <laughs> Why are you asking questions that you know the answers to? Mm. He's Kanye. I hear. Okay, here we go. Let's keep it moving. You ready? So far, two. I, I'm. I'm you over two. Right. Okay. Next headline. A man was arrested in Iran Mm -hmm. after attacking two women with acid for not wearing a hijab. Totally true. That's false. Really? Yes. In fact, the story is two women were arrested in Iran for not wearing a hijab after a man attacked them with yogurt. Yogurt. (laughs) Yogurt. It was. (laughs) At least it wasn't acid. That's what I say. I will show you. (laughs) I will show you. You must wear the hijab. Otherwise, I will attack you with yogurt. <laughs> Yo play. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably Lieben. <laughs> yes, it was Lieben. Yes. By the way, people don't like you saying Lieben. It's like Leban. Leban? Leban. Like Lebanon? Yeah, like Lebanon. Interesting. It is a, I feel like it's Middle Eastern. Like, yeah. Is it? Yeah, what yeah, are the, yeah. What's it's Middle the, Eastern. Like, the source of... Well, I, think, I think it's just like in Hebrew. I think it's Arabic for yogurt or, or dairy, right? Like we would say uh, lavan. Right, like like white. Usually, yogurt's right, white. Right, interesting. Right. 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 Okay, you are Possibly. now. You are now. You keeping score? Just to tell you, like all, like Trevor, did you guys know about this? Like they're all laughing at me in the booth. <laughs> the booth. <laughs> okay, you're zero for three. Zero for three. Here we go. Next one. Thirty six people were arrested in New York City after a government investigation found an illegal police station being run by the Chinese government right in New York City in Chinatown. So this is true and this I saw. This is true. This is a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, this is a big deal. Okay, at least I got one. You got it. You got it. You won for four. (laughs) (laughs) But but I I didn't understand it completely, so maybe you can break it down for me. There were Chinese security officials. What They set up their own police station. Like They have no authority. Like Why are they doing this? Right. They did it because they wanted to go after enemies, quote unquote, of the Chinese government. So people who are saying bad stuff about them on social media, people who are speaking out, people that China considers dissidents. So they're operating basically their own little security situations right out of New York City. Yeah. And I think we're going to find out a lot more. I, I wouldn't be surprised if people were brought in there and tortured and stuff like that. Yeah. But they're only really... Going after Chinese nationals, like yeah, well, I'm trying I to think, think so, like, do yeah. we have such a problem with this? Like, is this <laughs> how bad is this? Like, because think you, about you it, are racist? No, 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 no. I'm saying they're setting up shop. Like, imagine it's like a Besdin, right? That's just right. going that's a, that's after Jewish point. people. That's a good like, point. Why isn't it just like a Besdin? We take, except obviously it's a little bit more hostile because they're they're. They do run concentration camps in the country. There's that. Wait, what? <laughs> China has you know concentration in their camps. own country. Yeah, in their but own here, country. No, right. But these but are saying, American you citizens. Come, you these go are to American Bezdin, citizens. You go to Besdin to adjudicate a case, right? Somebody can summon some, you know. But you don't get summoned by the Besdin for something you did. Like imagine you were you 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 did something on Shabbos, and all of a sudden you get like a like a Hasmana from Besdin, like which is right. a right. summons exactly. from the Jewish court saying like, hey. 
you broke a twig on Shabbos, uh, we'd like to talk to you. Exactly. That's what this is. That's what this is. So I'm saying, it's not crazy. Is it crazy? It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yes, it's insane. It's it's insane. These are American citizens who are being, you know, basically kidnapped or whatever and illegally detained. And, you know, th- this is America, the well, land of the you free. you put it that way, it does yeah, sound. It's pretty crazy. Okay, pretty you bad, ready? Yeah. You ready for the next one? Go ahead. Is this true or false? An Oregon man was arrested after throwing 200 soda bottles out of his window while he drove down the highway. I believe it. That's false. Really? An Oregon man was arrested for throwing $200,000 out of his window on the highway. (laughs) Yes. Yes. This is true. I can't make this up. What's wrong with that, though? (laughs) Like, where's the crime? Show me the crime. So the crime was, so he was throwing $100 bills out of his window. He threw two hundred thousand dollars out. Wait, now, is it singles? Like what no, is no, hundred dollar bills. Hundred dollar bills. bills. Yeah. Imagine you were driving, driving down the highway, and you see hundred dollar bills flying out of a car. What I would, would you do? Immediately stop the car. Exactly. And collect them. Exactly. So, so he that's created. What yeah, created pandemonium. Heart was in the right place. Bad execution. Mm. Okay, you're one for five. How many more of these do we have? Oh, we got a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting started. Here comes the next headline. This one comes to you courtesy of the Times of Israel. Hospital confiscates pregnant woman's cookies as new Chametz law goes into effect. See, now what's going on with this, with what's happening in Israel, I'm going to have to say that I believe it. It's true. Oh. You got it. You got it. Because, you know, it's, things are getting more to the right. Yeah, so I yeah. can imagine yeah, that something it. like this is occurring. You a got Chametz it. A Chametz law. A Chametz law. Apparently there's a Chametz law. Um it was passed by the Knesset right before Passover this year, and uh, a pregnant woman who came to the hospital had chametz cookies, and they confiscated it. Yeah, no chametz. It's so biblical to me. It feels so <laughs> it's nice, biblical, right? Isn't that right? nice? But then here's another question: Like, where do they draw the line? Like, are they taking away gabrux? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what if you? I have non-shmurah. Non-shmurah. They taking away the kidneys, you right? Know? I have non-shmurah matzah meal in this one. <laughs> what do you say about that? Could you imagine they're checking people's bags for like chametz now, like yeah, before it's Pesach? It's 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 a little nuts. It's nuts, but it's nice. I hear that. You know what I'm saying? That, but also, who's the one doing the checking? Like, it is it is it Israeli police? Like, or is it like right wing? Like eh, chometz, chometz. <laughs> like, who do they have checking you? Or is it like the the the, the mishtara? Are they coming in and being like, eh, "Hello, please, you have chometz here. This is chometz, please." And then the guy's like, "No, this is just my bamba." Like, could you imagine that? Yeah, he's uh, if he's farty, he's he farty, can have right, right. He can have his bamba. Eh, sir, my my mother, she put this eh, on the seder. Hello, <laughs> we we eating this on the seder plate. Bamba, really? Yeah, you know. At Yeah, you know, this is the uh, Mesorah. This is the uh, tradition. <laughs> okay, let's move on. New legislation introduced in Italy could fine Italians who use English in official communications up to $108,000. So this is like coming from the government. And if I was an Italian prime minister, I'd want to preserve the culture. And I would say... Um, you must use Italiano on any government documents. $108,000? Well, there's nothing like money. So is it true or false? It's true. It is true. Oh, Very finally. Good. Very good. 
Okay, let's keep it moving. Okay, coming out of Russia now. Okay. So a drunk Russian man was hospitalized but lived after falling five stories off of his balcony. It's true. It's true. Are you sure? You know what? Only Russians could survive that. <laughs> okay. You so- know what I'm saying? They're like made out of like <laughs> they're made out of stone. I don't know what they they if anybody's going to survive that it's going to be a Russian man. It's false. Really? The actual headline is Video shows drunk man falling from the 19th floor, stands unfazed and sings all the way to the hospital. Well, why'd he go? <laughs> if he stood up. He stood up. He fell 19 floors. He fell onto a car. He got up and started singing. 19 floors. So what you said about the Russians is true, apparently. Yes. Fell 19 floors. Could you imagine? And he's singing. And the Russians are deciding whether to charge him for damaging the car. So he was drunk enough to be singing after falling out a window. Balcony, 19 floors. So he was drunk falling out of the 19th floor? Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, he was probably- It's insane. Right. It's insane. It's a miracle of miracles. Absolutely. Could you imagine? He's jumping out of the window. Done with Ukraine! And then he gets up and walks it off. He gets up and he's like, Vladimir, <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> Long live Mother Russia. Okay. But at least he knew he was like he was drunk, but at least he knew he needed a hospital. Well, I don't know if he knew. They called the hospital. I mean, people I get, saw it. They, uh, have it. they actually have it on video. We will not be sharing this video. No? No, we're not going to share Can it. I see it? You could see it. Can you show it to me? I'd like to yeah, see it. Yeah, I could show it to you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And he comes down fast. Oh, yeah. That's serious. Yeah. Yeah. And then so the see- onlookers were probably like, maybe we call the ambulance. <laughs> but maybe not. <laughs> He's Russian. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. No, I think he's okay. <laughs> Look, he gives up. He's singing. <laughs> okay. We'll keep it going. Are you ready for the next one? Diga me. A vending machine in Japan that sells bear meat has, <laughs> has become a resounding success. Okay, so this has to be true because I ke- you're not that creative. You know what I'm saying? You're not capable uh, of true. even coming up with that. I know you a long like time. Like Olga Bucher could do that. Right? I can't do that. <laughs> okay, but in my defense. Yeah. You did get most of them wrong so far. Yes. Okay. Give so that. give me that. Okay. But you're right. This is true. Yes. Apparently in Japan, bear meat is all the rage. And uh, a vending machine that sells bear meat, fresh bear meat, is we, a huge hit. We could never get away with that here. No. Right? Peter would it's be illegal. all over it. Oh, yeah. Peter would be like, forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, listen, Asian culture, things are different. Way different. Way different. You know, people are not eating live scorpions here. You know, like we've talked about that a little no, bit. No, but but Japan is not China. But the whole Asian culture, insects and, and meats. I don't think Japan, any of that. Yeah, Japan does. But obviously, Japan. Uh, They're does. like, Bermita! 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 I don't even know what he was saying. Bermita. Bermita. <laughs> Could you imagine sending your son down to the <laughs> vending machine? Son, get me claw. Pick up a <laughs> pick up a dinner. Uh, okay, let's see. Maybe you could keep up a streak now. A worker in a water treatment plant has been arrested 
after video evidence shows him pouring beer into the water supply. I'm stroking my beard. What say you? (laughs) (laughs) You're deep in thought. I'll tell you something. I don't think that this is true because it's an edible item. So you can't really arrest somebody. Like that would probably come with a fine. So I'm getting keen here. Mm, You're catching on. Yeah, I'm catching on. You're catching on. You're correct. So I think that this is not true. And what is the real story? I don't know. Am I going to know the real story? (laughs) Because you were on to it. You were on to me. The real story is that he was arrested because he was urinating Oy. in the water. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. yeah that, so that, I, yeah, that's yeah. prison time. Yeah. If so I'm you, the you judge. Did, you, that, was, that was good detective work. Yeah. The funny thing is an official said, quote, at no time was the public in danger. Obviously because of Bittel, <laughs> right? It, well. Bittel. Well, it was Bittel. Well, that, He's urinating in a giant it's water never, supply. It's, 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 there's never anything meaning. Right. It's not really dangerous anyway. I mean. You know. <laughs> okay. Last one. Are you ready? A Japanese waitress was fired from her restaurant after they found her mixing her blood into cocktails. Her own blood into cocktails. I'm going to go with true on this. Correct. Ah. You got it. See, See now, you got the now you got the hang of it. Now you got the hang of it. The next time we have one of these segments, everyone's expecting more. So that is but correct. Let me hear more about this story. Why was she doing this? Because she's psychotic. So, <laughs> Why? Give me any possible no, good reason because maybe, that she could be mixing her blood into cocktails. Maybe she thinks that she's giving people vitality. <laughs> really? I don't know. Maybe she's a vampire. People are crazy. <laughs> maybe her customers are vampires. No, it's not that. It's just that, I don't know, maybe she just feels like she's saving people. Maybe she's vaccinated. Oh, <laughs> you got to cut that. <laughs> And in the grand total, out of 12 questions, you got six right. Which is not bad. That's not bad. But really, it's a 50. It's a 50. I'm saying, don't tell my kids. (laughs) That means if you flip the coin every single time, you would have done just as well. Exactly. And we hope you liked it. This has been Right or Narish Kite. (laughs) What a dumb name. Sorry. It's so good. It is. It really is. Okay. All right, can we get back to just regular no. news? No, <laughs> I had too much fun. <laughs> so we'll jump back. We'll jump back to the regular news. So uh, obviously Trump has been all over the news, which is great for podcasters like us. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> it just gives us a lot of fodder. There's so much to talk about when he's around. Uh, so in a uh, previous story that we've had several follow-ups to, the United States traded Brittany Griner. I mean, Russia actually gave up Brittany Griner in from exchange from the WNBA. From the WNBA, who they took as basically a hostage, who they arrested for having uh, illegal substances, and the Got United in return Victor Boot, right, one of the most infamous arms dealers in the world. Victor Boot now has come out and says that he wants to warn Donald Trump that he believes he's in danger of being assassinated. Really? Yeah. I mean, which is not really news. It's it's a constant threat always for him. Okay, I'll, I'll read to you from Newsweek. Russia's quote-unquote merchant of death offered Donald Trump asylum in Russia this week, saying he believes the former president's life is in danger if he remains in the United States. In an interview on a Russian state TV channel, Victor Boot told a reporter he had sent a telegram to Trump warning him of an imminent threat to his life and urging him to flee to Russia for safety. Right. I don't know about you, but when I think of fleeing to safety, I always think of Russia. Wait a second. Before you even get there, he sent a telegram to Trump? What is a telegram? How does one send a telegram to Trump? (laughs) What is a telegram? I I guess it's a message of sorts. What is it? I I don't know. 
I mean, I didn't think of it until you brought it up. But right. now that you brought it up, what is it? Yeah, it's a good point. I just want to know how do I send a telegram to Trump? Ah. You know what I'm saying? That's a good question. Because I've got a lot to say. <laughs> I'm just saying I wonder what it said. Like, dear Mr. <laughs> Trump, only safe place for you is here in Moscow. Please come over as soon as you can. Could you, like, what's the rationale? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. What's the logic that he's thinking? Like, okay, he has Secret Service protection 24-7. No, so obviously this was a calculated move. And I'm sure that Putin was involved in this whole story. But did they think that they're convincing him to move no. to Russia? Like no, what? I think they were meddling once again. They're trying to meddle in American politics. They're trying to get themselves on the map, trying to make it like they are friends with Trump for whatever reason they want to do it. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I think. But. I mean, no, it makes some sense at yeah. least because yeah. otherwise this makes no sense. It makes at absolutely all. no sense. And this is this is coming right off the heels of a U.S. ambassador who was allowed to meet with the Wall Street Journal reporter who is in prison in Russia right now. Right. We heard about him, right? We spoke about him in yeah. one of the yeah, episodes. Yeah, we did. Yes. yes. Right? Was it, I think it was 67? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So it's not going to be good, but we hope for a safe return. And as we noted, he is Jewish. Meanwhile, since the indictment, his fundraising for his campaign has gone through the roof. Yep. $34 million. It's the best thing that ever Collected by the Trump campaign, which is to me a little crazy that like this rich guy is just going out like a schnarr yeah. for campaign funds. Yeah, but Which he, I understand yeah. because like – like how much of your own money you're going to spend, but right. you know, like it doesn't make sense to me. Like but do you, you have this. Do you money. find it crazy that people are giving the money though? Like, do you find it funny that people are throwing money at him? I don't think it's big money. I think he's collecting five, ten, twenty, fifty, a hundred. I think he's getting some big donors. Maybe it could be because again, people always want to ingratiate themselves to a presidential candidate. Yeah, but do, I mean, do, are they doing it because they think he's going to win the next election, or are they doing it just because yeah. they say this is such an injustice? Well, again, I think it's a, a, a it's a mixture of the two, right? First of all, he's getting publicity, and there's no such thing as bad publicity. Mm. So it's putting him front and center in people's minds, right? Like Turks told us, which is yeah. what he always wants, right? And they're in turn going to donate because again, they like Trump. They may not believe he's going to win, but it's that's their guy. So right. why not give him a 50 or a 100 or a 1,000 if you, you have it? Uh, let me ask you this then. If, if it was Biden and the exact same thing happened, do you think he would have raised anywhere near to $35 million? I think he would have raised double. Really? Yep. Oh, I was going to say no. His people, again, that far left, those people are motivated. They want him. They want to see the, – they'll do anything not to have Trump again. No, no. But what I'm saying is if Biden was being indicted by a prosecutor in a different state, let's say Florida. Yes. You think they would come to his rescue? It depends. And- it depends how people saw it. I think people see Trump as not guilty in this. Like right. people see yeah. it as the nonsense that yeah. it is. I think even the moderates. Right. Yeah, even the moderates. So people, you know, it's so blatant that it's nonsense yeah. that it's driving people to support him even more. Right. And when you know and when you think about it. Right when you look at his list of hoax hoaxes that were perpetrated on him between spying on the his Russia campaign, hoax number right. one, <laughs> impeachment hoax number two, all of it, yeah. all of it, nothing amounted to anything. Yeah, it's crazy. So th- what what can you say yeah. except yeah. that they're out to get him? Yeah, yeah. Right. Even yeah. somebody who's I mean, impartial, look, completely yeah. impartial, yes. can see this. It, it's it's you know, yeah, well, Al- if it Al- looks Alvin like Bragg fish, ran on that. That was his campaign promise. I'm and going it to smells get like fish. 
it must be fish. I like if it walks like a duck and quacks like that. It's a little bit <laughs> less graphic. This is the kiddish less, club, though. Yeah, that's true. Right? So it herring, looks like herring is front and center. It smells like herring. It's herring. I don't want to think about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the indictment, did you see how one of Trump's lawyers, at least one of them, is a from Yid? Yes. A graduate of BMG. Yes. Gadalia M. Graduate. Stern. Nobody graduates BMG. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. There's no graduation ceremony. I didn't ceremony. say that. He said it. There Don't is. Send, if you send the hate mail directed towards him, <laughs> I consider all of you graduates. At the, <laughs> alumni of BMG. You can be an, you can be an alumnus, but yeah, you, 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 there's no graduation and there's no There's diploma. no graduation ceremony. There's nothing. There is nothing. There is schnitzel on a Tuesday. <laughs> Gadalia M. Stern, if you're listening, reach out. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. And speaking of which, now that Trump has all this money, he is running, he's going to town with the ads. Have you seen the ads? No, I didn't see any ads. I mean, you didn't see the pudding hands where ad? Where am I seeing these the ads? The pudding hands ad? I, I didn't. I didn't oh see my it. gosh. Okay, well, you, you know about what happened when DeSantis was on a flight and allegedly they saw him eating chocolate pudding with his fingers? No, this, <laughs> I completely missed all that. of this. I don't Maybe think it happened over it. Pesach. I don't remember why we didn't cover Can it. Can you just show it? Can you play the video? Well, I'm going to play the ad for you. Go. So, But first you have to know that – So. You know, the news made a whole big deal about the fact that DeSantis was caught eating pudding with his fingers. Yeah, that's pretty weird. I will admit it is super weird. Not just super weird. <laughs> I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed. I would have to see a video. Do they have a video of him doing that? No. Like somebody, Nobody whipped out a cell phone and said, you know what? The public needs to know. <laughs> well, that's a disqualifier. I mean, Can't be president because he's pudding with fingers. I don't know. Let the people decide, right? <laughs> Let them watch him eat pudding with his hands and the public should decide. So Trump released this ad. Here it is. Ron DeSantis loves sticking his fingers where they don't belong. And we're not just talking about pudding. DeSantis has his dirty fingers all over senior entitlements. Like cutting Medicare, slashing Social Security, even raising our retirement age. Tell Ron DeSantis to keep his pudding fingers off our money. Oh, and somebody get this man a spoon. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. I'm sorry, but that's great. <laughs> and for those of you, we're going to include this, of course, in the WhatsApp group. Uh, as the ad goes on, there's like pudding being thrown against the wall constantly and a guy eating pudding with his fingers. It's, a, it's such a good stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's and 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 they, and they have a guy eating pudding with his finger, yeah. which is clearly not him, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But you know, the and point them is saying there. somebody get the man a spoon. It's That's good great. marketing. Yeah. Whoever did this commercial, yep. bravo. Yep. So DeSantis, to his credit, released an ad to counter this ad, and I'm going to play that one for you. Here it is. Donald Trump is being attacked by a Democrat prosecutor in New York. So why is he spending millions attacking the Republican governor of Florida? Trump's stealing pages from the Biden-Pelosi playbook, repeating lies about Social Security. Here's the truth from Governor Ron DeSantis. You know, we're not going to mess with Social Security as Republicans. What did Trump say? Entitlements ever be on your plane. At some point, they will be. We will take a look at that. Trump should fight Democrats, not lie about Governor DeSantis. What happened to Donald Trump? Never back down Inc. is responsible for the contents of this ad. So in my opinion, Trump wins that but, battle. But no, but that's also a very good ad. It was good, but you know what? When you have to, when you release an ad that you're defending yourself against an attack, it's never, it never looks good because Trump looks like he came out swinging and DeSantis is saying, no, 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 it's not true. 
He said, I'm, I'm against Social Security and welfare, but I'm not. No, but he's he, it's a good attack strategy on Trump because, again, it, it's saying that Trump is taking a page out of the Democratic playbook by just making stuff up. I feel like this ad missed a huge catchphrase, which would be fake news, right? If they attacked right. him and said, hey, this is Mr. Fake News, point. and he's, you know, you, you got you to gotta show the hypocrisy, right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, Whenever you can, and they could have done that here. Yeah. So, so yeah. definitely that, that, not that as looked, would have looked bad on, yeah. on Trump. Yeah, for sure. So definitely not as uh, as compelling of an ad. But again, I think the message is is a little bit stronger than Trump's. Right? Trump's is silly. Yes. It's like oh, pudding. Your fingers are in right. pudding. Okay. But his ad, DeSantis, has substance. It's yes. like you're really going against your own self. This is. It's like it's beneath you to do this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But at the same time, like I said, I, I feel like whenever you have to explain yourself, it's never good. I, yeah, I Somebody made a I, lie about me and I'm just saying that it's not true. Right. It's not, I'm not now explaining you're repeating, anything. Now you're repeating what Trump said also. I hear. You know, like, don't even say that. Just go after Trump. Go straight for the jugular like he did. Go straight. You don't need to defend but, yourself. But I think the, the DeSantis ad is speaking to the logical minds, meaning it's not a game. It's not a ploy. It's just straight fact. Again, but again, people don't vote with their brains. They vote with the heart. I hear that. You know what I mean? I do. And what I, but when that, I that, stop, when I finished watching this video, I was like, you know what? DeSantis is right. Taka. Okay. So, you know, like why is Trump doing? So the pudding is not a disqualifier for you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's changed your mind. Again, I Allow me to, to remind you, he eats pudding with his fingers. I would have to see the videotape on it <laughs> to make my determination. And uh, going back to the indictment and the uh, arrest of Donald Trump, Representative Jim Jordan held a House Judiciary Committee meeting at the Jacob Javits building in New York, just around the block from Alvin Bragg's office. And a lot of people spoke there, people who have been uh, victims of crime, because as we know, crime in New York has been you know pretty crazy. Crime in a lot of cities has been crazy. Well, we could talk about that in a few minutes. Chicago, California. Well, rightfully so. People are... Understandably, people are upset at this guy, Alvin Bragg, because think about it. You're focusing on a presidential candidate and bringing him up on charges, right, which are largely bogus, when your energies should be shifted to New York City crime. Right. Right? That's so, exactly what Jim Jordan right, was that's saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is completely understandable. Like, nobody needs you to bring up white collar charges against a presidential candidate. We need you to keep crime off the subway and the homeless off the streets. Right. Exactly right. You know, how crazy is it that stores are closing because they cannot handle the rate of shoplifting? The theft is too high. It's insane to me. Do you know that there were Walmarts that closed on the West Coast because they just couldn't deal? Yeah, we covered this. That's craziness. And there was an article that came out in the New York Times that where you have you know the, the Bragg's office shooting back, who are saying no, it's actually not that bad. In fact, thousands, nearly a third of all shoplifting arrests in the city last year involved just three hundred and twenty-seven people who committed of those three hundred and twenty-seven, I think something like eleven thousand incidents of shoplifting. And I think it was Jim Jordan that said instead of you know, he says we're going after Donald Trump because nobody's above the law. He goes, well, here's 327 people who are apparently above the law. Right. They were allowed to shoplift repeatedly and nothing happened to them. Well, how do we know it's those people? Uh, police records. So they were arrested. They you were arrested. They're just not put away. They're not prosecuted. They're not, put, not prosecuted. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Could you imagine stealing stuff from a store Repeatedly. and then you get like a call? No, the charges are being dropped. Don't worry. Yeah, it's insane. It, it's, it is. So at the hearing, Barry Borgen, he's the father of Joey Borgen. We covered this story. He was beaten at a 2021 pro-Israel rally. You remember that? I don't remember covering it. And what we covered it because one of the people involved in the in beating him up was actually let go. And there was a big blowback from it. So his father actually spoke at this meeting. And I'm going to let you hear it, what he had to say. When my son got um, beaten up by these six individuals, we heard from many politicians. But um, I must quote Mayor Adams or the candidate, Hoko, Governor Hoko, I must uh, uh, take notice with Mr. Nadler. You're a Jewish New Yorker. I called your office numerous times. I called Mr. Schumer's office, another Jewish New Yorker, numerous times. No one called us back. Neither one of you came out of state by my son's incident. Okay? You're a Jewish New Yorker. You have Jewish roots here. At behavior like this enables... D.A. Bragg, to just do whatever he wants to do. If you guys would have come out with a statement from Washington and said, we condemn anti this beating to Mr. Borgen's son. We condemn anti said we can be, con- condemn this act. Maybe Mr. Bragg would have taken this case a little more seriously, and I call you out on it, and, I'm, and most of my friends, I am so disheartened with you and Mr. Schumer, you don't understand. We wouldn't vote for Mr. Schumer again if we stood on our head. And if I lived in Manhattan, I wouldn't vote for you either. Harsh words. Powerful. Shots fired. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it's great to see that at least he has a platform to speak up, right? Yeah. Thanks to Jim Jordan. Yeah. 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 And you know what? If people don't feel safe, if Jews don't even feel safe to be uh, to, to attend a pro-Israel rally in New York City. Yeah. It must have been a from kid. Yeah. Father, well, actually, I don't. I, I, maybe. Yeah. Has actually, he has a yamak, Yeah. Yeah. But could you imagine? I mean, this is New York City and this is Israel. America's like. One of America's closest allies, someone goes to a pro-Israel rally and just gets beat up just for simply supporting Israel. And then no backlash. Right. That's the toughest part about it. I mean, things happen. There are people who are arrested. They let one of them go. But there are other people who are going to stand trial. Joey Borgen, if you're out there listening. (laughs) (laughs) That's so mean. We want to come with you to the next pro-Israel rally. How about that? How about not? Okay, fine. Speaking of Israel, did you see what came out from Netanyahu about President Obama? No. So I believe this came out from his book, and I, I'll just read Who's you from book? the from Netanyahu's book, okay. Bibi. Okay. So I'm just going to read it to you because it's it's really hard to read, and here it is. Netanyahu saves some of his harshest criticisms, as you'd expect, for former President Barack Obama, and recounts how very early in his presidency, the U.S. leader made clear how he planned to handle him with a shockingly blunt warning to the Israeli leader, the details of which are not given, drawn from his days in the rough and tumble of Chicago politics. Quote, The message was meant to intimidate me. The fact that the American president delivered such an offensive message in our first official meeting was highly disturbing. The prime minister of Israel was being treated as a minor thug in the neighborhood. Netanyahu notes with wry disdain the repeated attempts the Obama administration made to persuade him to sign on to a land for peace deal with the Palestinians. He recalls John Kerry, then Obama's envoy, offering assurances that the United States would help train security forces to ensure there would be no terrorist threat to Israel from a Palestinian state. To drive home the point, he proposed flying the Israeli prime minister secretly to Afghanistan to see how well the Americans had trained the Afghan army to prepare them to take over the country when they left. So Bibi says, John, John, I said, the minute you leave Afghanistan, the Taliban will mop up the force you trained in no time. A judgment that would be proved sadly accurate when President Joe Biden pulled U.S. forces out several years later. Ouch. I mean, there was a lot to digest. You were talking <laughs> for a long, I'll give you a few minutes. Time. I'll give you a few minutes. 
But the reality is that we knew it then. Yes. But no, there were a lot of Obama apologists. There were a lot. A lot of Jewish people saying Obama was really great for Israel and and Trump was really worse for Israel. And I'm not comparing Trump and Obama and there's good and bad to say about everybody. But I think this puts to bed the fact that Obama was not a, a friend. huge friend of, to That's Israel. Yeah. yeah, Or at least to the Israeli. You know, people like to say, well, no, he just didn't like Bibi because he was such a far right. But you know what? The All Israeli politicians are basically – they differ very slightly when it comes to these policies. Did you see that – that uh, Bibi Netanyahu said when they were talking about the economy and 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 their credit rating was yes, lowered, lowered from positive to stable. Right, and Bibi said like the Israeli economy is very strong. From, yeah. Baruch Hashem. Oh, I didn't see the Baruch he said Hashem. Baruch Hashem, and the left mocked him for it. Really? Yeah. The left in Israel, obviously. Oh. So it was just interesting to me, you know, like yeah. here he is, like he, he's he's like a. One of the good guys. You right. know what I'm saying? He's not – it's well, not he's very, all about – He's very polarizing figure, obviously. Well, he's very religious. No, Bibi? Yeah. He's a what religious person. Like in his heart. I don't okay, mean like he's – because he's not religious. I mean the guy's eating pork on Yom Kippur. No, that is untrue. No, he, he, that is not true. He, he that's, recently, Lush and, that's a Lush and Ara I'm right sorry, there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bibi. That's a Bibi, pure – Bibi, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pure Lushen. It's a Moitzi right. Shemra, no, no. by the way. Uh, okay, it's not okay. even true. There's I, no way that that's true. There is there is something that came out recently where Bibi was at an event and very publicly was eating treif on uh, something like that on a day. Maybe it was a fast day. I'm forgetting what it is right now, but there was something. I will find it and we will follow up on this. I don't believe you. I don't make up these stories. Shekel. I don't make the news. I just report it. In other news coming out of Israel, this one coming out from memory, there's a new Broadway musical. <laughs> and I'm going to play you a clip. And of course, the video will be in our WhatsApp group. Right, so first, let's just get one thing clear. That is not Broadway. <laughs> Those props look like they were made out of leftover matzah. <laughs> so obviously, our listeners can't see it right now. Or understand a word. Right. But what we're seeing here is a bunch of guys, a lot of them are in kafia holding AK-47s and running around the stage dancing, talking about how rise up, rise up in the name Allah Akbar from Bethlehem to, to Janine. We will fight and we will kill. We don't care about dying. From the river to the sea, right? Isn't that yeah. their chant? Yeah. So that's the gist of it. That's the gist of it, yeah. But it's just... It's crazy to me to see. And this one, it's worth joining the WhatsApp group just to see this video. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it's, yes, it's, it's true. bonkers, right? Yes. These guys with the AK-47s, and it's almost ballet-like the way they're dancing. It's very... It's uh, it's not know, particularly... Masculine, like, right? You yeah, know what I'm no, saying? No, it's not choreographed particularly well. Right, but I mean, it just looks like a bunch of thugs just dancing around the stage. But dancing very yeah. in a feminine kind of way, you know, which mm. which surprised me. You don't see where I'm coming from? I don't know. I didn't see it that closely. Yeah, so so good stuff coming. <laughs> if you want to join the WhatsApp group, the link is in the show notes of this episode. Also out of Israel, I'm surprised you didn't bring this up because you're such a New York Times aficionado and, <laughs> and Yishai Rebo fan. Yes. New York you... right, so for the record, I'm the number one anti-New York Times. Yes. But you are also the number one Yishai Rebo fan. That is true. Yes. Yes, that is so true. So it surprises me that you, that I had to tell you the story about the New York Times article about Yishai Rebo. I can't believe I missed it. And they're saying that he's bringing the like two sides 
together, which is interesting because on the, our most recent interview uh, with David Beshevkin, this is exactly what he said. He said, Yishai Rebo is bringing people together. And yes. He obviously said that way before this New York Times article. Right. Just came so, out. I mean, right. We, just- we, we record everybody, by the way. I'm sure everybody realizes, but we, we record way earlier than we release when it's an interview. Right. So, so David Beshevkin was saying like weeks and weeks ago that Yishe Rebo is bringing people together. So the title of the article is mostly accurate. Yeah. Right? And it's something that people have noticed that he's doing. Yeah. Right? Because he's bringing together left and right and doing it through music. The power of music. Yeah. 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 Power to him. And the reason is because he's really great. <laughs> Yishai, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't yeah. understand any English. No? Nope, nothing? Not nothing. a word. Well, I did meet him. Well, what? Did he talk any English? No, to you? I spoke in Hebrew. Not a word. <laughs> You know what the worst part is, is that you could go to 12 years of yeshiva, as I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was before going to yeshiva to, you know, learn advanced learning. Oh, yes, professor, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm saying, and learning Hebrew, and then you speak to an Israeli and you go, yeah, I don't know Hebrew. <laughs> but the truth is, to be fair, it's a different Hebrew, right? It is, but... When you're in yeshiva, you're not learning Ivrit. Right, right. It's a, it's a valid right? point. It's, it's a completely different language almost. <laughs> right, but you think that you know right, it. Right, that's the problem. And then you realize... Right, then you no. walk into the nearest falafel stand and you realize you can't <laughs> you say a word. Because the guy's know. looking at you with four eyes. You just said a biblical sentence to him and told him you want falafel. <laughs> and that's a nice way to end with Yishai Rebo. Thanks for listening, guys. Now, you might be listening to this in your car or at work or you're just chilling. It would mean a great deal to us if you took a second... To share this podcast with a friend or relative who may have not yet heard of Kiddush Club. Maybe drop it in your family chat. It would mean a ton to us. You know you can follow us on Twitter, we're at Kiddush Club Cast, and on Instagram at Kiddush Club Podcast. And of course, you can find us on the 24-6 app. Now, if you'd like to see the videos that we speak about on this cast and you want to be alerted first when we release an episode, join the WhatsApp group. The link is in these show notes, or you can visit our website at www.kiddishclubpodcast.com. Of course, shoot us an email with your thoughts, your comments, suggestions, or just to say hi. It's hock, H-O-C-K, at kiddishclubpodcast.com, and we are out. Vladimir, you what? Know what are you doing to me, Ukraine? <laughs> Probably when he fall, fell out of. <laughs> he he oh, said, what, um, "What is the, the Ukrainian thing? Flava Ukraini. Slava Ukraini. Slava Ukraini. But wait, but he's Russian. He's not. Yeah, so he's not. What would he say? I hate Ukraine. Down with Ukraine. Long live Mother Russia. <laughs> I'm going to Russia. It's the only safe place for me. No, no, no. Just the opposite way. <laughs> Had a house judiciary judiciary comedian. Had a house judiciary. Start again. And the article is mostly accurate. I don't know. I didn't read it. Did you? No. (laughs) Car. So he was drunk enough to be singing after falling out a window. Balcony. 19 floors. But sober enough to know, "Eh, I need to go to hospital. (laughs) Yes. Hospital. (laughs) And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.